Welcome to the Inside the Journey podcast. This is episode number 17 for Sunday, August 25th, 2013. I'm Nelson DeWitt. John Younger is still away. This week he is in Belize on his honeymoon. I think we have one more episode before he will rejoin us. In this week's episode, I sit down with my siblings and we talk about some of the life lessons that we've learned through the experience of reuniting and just uh, becoming a family over the past 15 years. Make sure you listen to the very end of the podcast because I have some shout outs and some things to share with you. And if you haven't subscribed to the newsletter, make sure you do so. We will have some announcements in the coming weeks that you're not going to want to miss. You can head on over to inbarfilm.com slash nl to sign up. That's I-N-B-A-R film.com slash nl to sign up for the newsletter. All right. Well, let's get on with the show. So my guests today are uh, my siblings. Uh, I have with me Derek DeWitt. Eva Cotto and Ernesto Cotto. And uh, we're actually doing this across the globe internationally. Derek uh, is in Florida, Eva is in Costa Rica, and Toto is in Panama. So, how's everyone doing today? Good. <laughs> Great. Yeah, really Hello. good. Hello, everybody. Well, thank you guys for, for being here. This is great. I always love uh, hanging out with my siblings. The weird thing about this experience, the story, is that the five of us, the five siblings, and I should mention that our other sibling, Stephanie, isn't here today. She had school stuff. But the the five of us have only physically been in the same room three times in 15 years. Well, yeah, I mean, I guess if you count that first reunion as one time, it hasn't been that many overall uh, times we've all been together. which is unfortunate, but it's kind of distances are hard sometimes. Yeah, it's kind of a part of life. Yeah, it's it's really hard to like spread over all over the world, (laughs) let's say. But I mean, it's been fun too, (laughs) because we get to travel and see each other, right? Yeah, you get to travel, you get to experience a lot of things. I didn't realize that it was. It was only three times we were actually together. I mean, it, I miss you. That's that's for sure. But I do. Maybe I don't miss you that much. <laughs> you know that I was really aware that we were just a, a few times together. But I don't mean this in a in a bad way, because we are what? always in in contact, right? We are always uh, talking, sharing things, and and we're always talking to each other. So. Yeah, so, you know, I, I guess technology helps us uh, stay together and uh, keep in contact. In fact, it's actually really fascinating when you look at the just this continuum of how we were staying in touch from the beginning of this story to the end. At the start, you had some snail mail and uh, a little bit of email and some normal telephone and now we can video chat using Skype and similar technology. It's crazy. Yeah, it's kind of cool. This, um, you know, we, we kind of were reunited at a really good time because the technology was just getting to the point where it was 
taking off, you know, where we could chat. And, and I remember I made, uh, t- uh, Toto, I made you get internet access in Panama so that we could chat. <laughs> yeah, really. You you really kind of forced Wait me for to me. the internet. <laughs> yeah, the, and you were the only reason why I got dedicated internet. I didn't really need it, <laughs> but you, you got me that. But now you use it for work and everything, so it, I guess it worked out, right? Today, I wanted to talk about um, our life experiences, kind of what this journey to reunite and to connect has meant to all of us individually. One thing that I've been thinking a lot about is how does our story help other people? So I'm just hoping that today we each can talk a little bit about uh, what we've been through, what we've learned, and what other people might be able to, to take away from it. You know what? I, I'll go first here. And um, I think for me, the, the biggest thing is, is it kind of taught me about faith. And, you know, when, when we say the word faith, I think a lot of times we talk about like uh, spiritual faith. But for me, it was the experiencing, uh, like I would go down to Central America. I wouldn't know who was going to pick me up, but there was always someone there, you know, and that had this profound impact on me when I was 16. It made me feel comfortable jumping into the unknown that there would always be someone there to catch me. Yeah, I mean, I think one of the most experience that we can share to another people is uh, never give up because is uh, that was the example of Mama Sheila give us in a certain way. She she never uh, give up to look for you. I mean, she spent 14 years, right? 14, right. 15 yep. years. Yeah. Searching. Yeah, on her own. And I mean, you a just lot of think. people told her to forget about it. To, yeah. You know, it's not worth it. It's yeah. too risky. I, like, no, I no, mean, you, important. you think about what that took, like, emotionally to just go out there and, mm-hmm. and like, never mm-hmm. give up. And you're just like, wow. Um, it wasn't an option for her to give up, to let it go. It, it wasn't in her mind at any at any moment just the possibility to stop looking for you so she she knew that she would die knowing what happened to you and, and can you imagine how much of courage and determination it takes for a person to go to the end of the world and find a loved one and it's, it's amazing and total you are totally right about that type of example and, and lesson learned from her how she showed with example what is what is to fight for something you believe in. Yeah, and I think it's part of the what you say the the leap of faith because she went into the own oh no, she put herself on risk in a certain way, and she she never give up and she finally get what she wants. But you know, you know that the tough part about it is like it it puts things into perspective. So when you're like, oh man, I have so much work and I have to do this this podcast, and then you're like, well, my grandmother spent 14 years looking for me, so I can't really like slack off and not do this, you know? Like, yeah, kind of. It, it, and and like, you know, you can relate also what you just mentioned, Nelson, on the on the uh, on the emotional part of this. How many times she may. Have been rejected. She might have been 
uh, insulted. You don't know what she been through. You don't know what people told her along the way. And every time that it seemed to be a failure, she just wouldn't keep going and 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 just recover. You know, I, I can imagine her like being really sad, hopeless, and then the next day just going back again to do the, the search. And then it, you can relate to that with situations in your life, right? You, I, I think everybody, all of us, we've felt that way uh, at least once in our lives, right? Some of us maybe more, but it's a, it's a natural thing. It's a human thing, right? To to seek some seek for something, to to pursue something, and and be rejected. And it's one of the things that we can also, you know. Get from here how how brave she was. Keep going for something that seemed to be impossible. Yeah, and, and but the time she she did this, it was kind of hard. We don't have internet. We don't have all these tools that we have right now, and that made made it a little bit more difficult. Hard. It must have been very very frustrating for her also because. Mm -hmm. As much as, as she was never giving up, she also had to rely on the help of, of other people in order to get mm -hmm. this done. And mm -hmm. even though they, they do good work and they're excellent people, that's, that's always hard, is, uh, having to rely on other people in order to yeah. um, see your dreams. Well, that's kind of the, the leap of faith again, I guess, because mm -hmm. it's, it's like you're putting so much trust and faith into someone else that they're going to help you uh, do this thing that is so important to you. And and there's always a risk. This These people are not going to help you, really, right? There's always a risk that they are not going to understand what you need and and, and identify with, with your cause. And uh, she, she wouldn't just mind about that, right? She would just keep going. But, that, that's very important, Derek, in, in terms of relating to other people. We always need somebody else to go through things. And sometimes we need them to go through bad things or difficult things, but sometimes they help us to go through happy things. Like it happened to me in my wedding day that you were always all there. We were all together, and it was just amazing. So um, you, you have to relay on other people. You have to uh, be maybe uh, a able to put yourself in other people's hand and, and, and they are going to be there for you. And if they don't, it doesn't mean that uh, it's the end of the world. You always will find somebody to to help you. That actually is kind of related to, to what I was going to talk about. One of the most important lessons that this whole thing has taught me is um, about the concept of family. Uh, and Ava is exactly right about that. Um, and especially, uh, it's true when I think about uh, the, the four of us uh, talking together and then that in Stephanie, uh, the five siblings, if you were to look at us, say look at a picture of the five of us, and we have liked to recreate that picture a couple of times since yes. the first yeah. time we had it, yeah. uh, it would be easy certainly for someone like me to say to think of as uh, the odd one out the one who is different mm -hmm. uh, because unlike the four of you I don't have any blood ties so to speak <laughs> but certainly from the very beginning the thing that I have come to understand is that those things are not what matter 
family is deeper than that. It's not just who you're related to by your DNA. Um, there are people who share your DNA who do not act like family. And it's unfortunate, but it is true. And, and then there are people who are completely unrelated to you who are as close as siblings. So that's certainly one of the, the lessons that I've carried through is for those people who I am very close to, um, I try to treat them as much like family as I do the three of you or my parents or uh, my aunts and uncles, my cousins, etc. Yeah, it's, it's very, it's very, very uh, interesting. Your, your, what you're saying there, and then maybe one of the biggest takeouts from this webcast and what you are trying to do, Nelson, because nobody knows what is what is a, uh, what is to lose a family if they haven't had it, right? Nobody knows what is to lose something if if you don't really care about that. But we lost someone in their family we in and you've been lost for so long and and we knew that we needed you in our lives you know and not having that and and we went through that experience was really hard and then when we finally got to meet you and, and meet Derek and, and the, your parents and it was like like winning the prize you know it was very like we really care about you, right? We really love you. We really wanted to have you around. We really want this bigger family now. And uh, and it was because we didn't have you before, right? So a lot of people take for granted a lot of things. A lot of people take for granted family, parents, you know, a sibling, uh, an uncle, or people that really care for them. And then you have to step back for a moment and say, how am I treating this, this person? Why am I doing this if they are giving everything for me? And I know when you're young, it takes a little bit more uh, to be thoughtful, maybe, to, to care for others. But, but since you have them there, it's very valuable. And it, we don't have to be old to understand how much we have to appreciate the person, right? I, I appreciate so much being here with you, looking at you, even though you can look at me, but I look at you there and I, I feel like home. And when I talk about you, I talk about Toto. I, I, you know, Toto was my little brother and I grew up with him. So I always miss him. I always miss you guys. So it, it, I know you're there, but this is a, a feeling that not everybody has. And caring about people but not only that showing them and telling them how much you love them it's very important for everybody for 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 all human beings so i think that's one of the biggest general lessons we can throw out to to people who's listening you have your family or you have a loved one you have to care for that person you have to show them how much you care just just show them or tell them i love you it's very important yeah, you you know your uh, your comment, Derek, made me think of uh, two things. Uh, one uh, is like, yeah, it's a, this concept of family, and I think that that's one of the reasons why I used that quote 
as you know, or I used the the quote from Finding Forrester in the blog in his miracle, and and the quote is. Uh, Losing family obliges us to find one's family, not always the family that is blood, but the family that can become blood. And I, you know, when I heard that quote initially, it just it reminded me so much of what we've been through, of how we're not all blood related, and still we that doesn't matter, right? It 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 doesn't matter, and exactly. you know, like, it, and even though like I'm blood related to Ava and Toto. I still grew up with with you, Derek, and we were very close, you know, so like that whole dynamic is is different. And uh, so, yeah, that that was one thing. And then the other was just that, like, our roles kind of reversed, you know, that um, growing up, sometimes I felt like the odd one out because you looked so much like mom and dad. And yeah. And mm-hmm. I, you know, and I always had that feeling, that question of where are the people who look like me? And then, like, you got to experience the flip side when we all reunited. And it makes me, th- it makes me think also about how how much I, when, they, when people ask me about my family, and I say I have uh, four siblings, right? We're five, and it comes very naturally, right? I don't have to think about and stop counting how many of my siblings are from my dad's side or anything like that, right? It, to me, you're all my siblings the same, and and it's good, Derek. It's good to hear you say that, right? Even though we have been, we know each other for so long, it's always good to to see that. We have the same feelings, right, towards each other, and uh, we all feel like brothers and sisters and siblings and family, right? So it's very valuable, and it's it's something really nice for me right now. So thanks for saying that, Derek. Well, um, you know, before this uh, before this podcast descends into a complete <laughs> love fest. Um, maybe that's a that's a good place to to kind of end it, and and I think that that's a great thought and, and lesson for for everyone. You know, like this idea of family and um, telling the people you care about how much they mean to you, and never giving up, and and just all these things that I think this experience has taught us, and hopefully in the coming, you know, as this story gets told with the film and in the book people will be able to pull some of these lessons that, that we have learned and be able to use them in their own lives. I definitely want you guys back. We're, we're going to do this again, and hopefully the five of us will be able to uh, get on this one day. Yeah, we have to yeah. do this more often. Yeah, and, and, <laughs> we, and, and we can talk about uh, a lot of different experiences that we have. I mean, I, I know that that is so much to tell from yeah. everyone that haven't been shared and I think it's a great opportunity to do this again and share all, all thoughts and all feelings or all experiences that we had in in all these years of uh, Science the reu- Reunion. Well thank you guys so much it's a pleasure as always and uh, we'll do this again. Yeah absolutely. Great. I can't wait. All right. That's our show for today. I just want to take a second and thank a couple of people who have been uh, giving feedback and writing in and listening to the show. 
Uh, first is Kathleen, who uh, I get all your updates through Rachel, and I'm glad you're enjoying the show and your your feedback has been much appreciated. We're trying to keep these under 20 minutes for you or around 20 minutes, so it's uh, not quite as long. Greta writes in and says, Nelson, I have enjoyed hearing your story again and catching up with you. Greta is actually a family friend and someone who worked with my father for numerous years, and it's great to hear from you and uh, that you're enjoying these podcasts. Josh and Carol wrote in about last week's newsletter. Again, if you're not subscribed to the newsletter, you can do so by going to inbarfilm.com slash NL, and you'll be given a sign-up form. Josh wrote in that the newsletter that I did entitled Leaps of Faith was awesome, and he, he really liked the message. Carol was wondering where I where the photo came from, and she thought that the little boy in the photo kind of looked like me and was wondering if it was taken in Costa Rica. And actually, that photo was taken in New York City in Union Square. I was waiting for a friend uh, meeting up for lunch or something, and I saw this little boy who kind of broke off from his family, and uh, you could see him just eyeing that sewer grate and uh, I got the camera out in time and, and got that photo. And uh, that's it for today. That's all I got. Uh, keep writing in. Let me know what you think. Uh, it's always great to hear from you. And um, hope you guys are doing well. Cue the music. Para 